0: there's no hot sauce hotter than the lakes in hell I said well let's Ice Cream Animal Style, a fast and junk food podcast.
1: I'm Jetta Ray. I'm Chelsea Poe, and we are like blown away by the reception of this so far. We didn't think anyone would pay attention to it, but we've been getting a huge response. So this is episode two, and we're doing Starbucks. Um, Okay, so um, I guess we should explain why we're doing Starbucks. Um,
0: You know, like, okay, so we we did a poll, right? And everyone voted for Denny's. And then people complained that like Denny's wasn't fast food, so then we were Did like, they? yeah, yeah, some oh. of them. Weren't. And then and then we were like, okay, well, we'll do Starbucks they're then. And they're like, Starbucks isn't fast food either. So I guess this it's, like, it's like episode two. And we already have to like redefine the scope of what we're doing. I
1: don't care. I'm just gonna <laughs>
0: eat different weird things. Um. So yeah, we're uh, we're at the port, um, which is a co-working space in Oakland. Uh, it's a Really busy, popular day today. The rooftop garden and the terrace and the converted conference room were all used up. So this
1: place literally looks like the future. <laughs> like <laughs> if if this I had to like look at it like a slide of two thousand twenty-five, this would be it. Like
0: so uh, so we're on the first level, and in the background you can hear people doing uh, construction, um, and we are gentrification. yeah. Um, so. Uh, we have five Starbucks drinks of this today. Okay, um,
1: I'll go over the three I ordered. The first one is a cotton candy frappe, um, which is a vanilla bean frappuccino with two pumps of raspberry. Okay. Um, the second one is Cinnamon Toast Crunch, which is a um, white chocolate with um, white chocolate mocha, frappuccino with caramel dulce, um, one shot hazelnut, um, and then cinnamon on the top. And then the other one I ordered is a Captain Crunch one. It's the strawberries and cream frap with um, one shot hazelnut, one shot caramel, one shot, um, I don't, I don't know what the other one was. And, um, then java chips. And then I ordered two, uh, because I'm diabetic
0: and, um, I'm trying to hedge my bets. Um, you know, as, as as some of you aspiring med students will know, um, sugary liquid, the worst thing to, to consume in vast quantities when you're diabetic. Um, it's practically worse than sugary food. Um, but I got a, a dirty chai, which is... Um, so I got a soy chai latte with a shot of espresso. And then I got a raspberry caramel macchiato, which is a regular uh, caramel macchiato, but you swap out... Um, the vanilla syrup for raspberry,
1: and I love the caramel macchiato. I'm like really excited about that. Um, I feel like that's one I could actually order often.
0: It's uh, working downtown and carrying like a tray full of like colorful Starbucks. People are really impressed. Yeah, it's like it's the. I've never gotten that kind of, like, attention or catcalling, I know, like, they're
1: like, mm, basic bitches. Whenever I go to Starbucks and order a Frappuccino or go to Pink by Victoria's Secret, I will make massive life changes and just become a basic bitch. It's well, like, more of one than I am right now. It's
0: one of the few ways in which I feel like I get, like, objectified by other women on the street. Like, sometimes other women will, like, smile. They'll do that thing where they smile. It's the, like, smile and the nod of, like, you're also queer and femme. I like your style. Yeah. But, like, I never get the, like, oh, yeah, like, um, until I'm like walking around with fucking Starbucks. It's really weird.
1: I wanna start this It's
0: shared girlhood. Okay, want,
1: let's try the cotton candy. Okay, so
0: so yeah, we'll, we'll do them in order. So, that's, so Chelsea's doing the cotton candy.
1: Wow, that's really good.
0: Yeah? Describe it, describe um, it.
1: It's very, it's like, it tastes like a raspberry milkshake. I'm um, A little bit sweeter, but that's really good. Oh, wow. It's really, really good. Oh, wow. Wow, that's great. It tastes like,
0: It tastes like a cough syrup was meant to be good. Like.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it does. And you're trying no. that. Uh, let's oh. try the Cinnamon Toast
0: Crunch. Alright, yeah. Now we're trying the Cinnamon Toast Crunch.
1: I used to actually work... Wow, this is actually Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Really? Holy
0: shit. So, so, um... I I've never worked in Starbucks. I've never been a barista, um, so I don't know how to make anything. Like I'm I'm 30 and I I don't know how to make any sort of like coffee for myself, um, aside from like French press. But I used to do a lot of work in, in Starbucks in Arizona um, uh, playing music. Yeah. Like oh, your
1: Starbucks had live music. Yeah. yeah but I yeah. never did. They were like, get out of there. My black hole. <laughs> See, there I was in that high school black band. Okay, see,
0: before I even even taste this, I can already smell that it's Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Like, I can already... Did you taste it yet? Not yet, I'm just... It's
1: exactly the taste. I'm
0: just saying.
1: It's exactly the taste. It's amazing. Mm. Mm. I'm really excited about this Captain Crunch one. Captain Crunch one after... Wow, yeah. Is that Cinnamon Toast Crunch? It is very much Cinnamon Toast Crunch. But the McDonald's one was so hit or miss, and, like, he had all these, like, witty things to say. And I'm like, wow, Starbucks is just great. Um, I'm going to try the cafe French one. This one, I think, is going to be the most out there one.
0: It's only it's episode two, and we're already balls deep in um, fucking lionizing yeah. consumerism.
1: Damn, this literally just tastes exactly like, wow. <laughs> People put together these secret menus, and what the fuck you're talking about.
0: All right, so now I'm trying... The Captain Crunch, which actually looks more like a cookies and cream. Um.
1: Um, yeah, it does. Con candy one's best mm, one so far, yeah. I think.
0: Oh Jesus. Mm. No.
1: It's kind of overpowering, though, right? It's like really. Yeah, overpowering. yeah, like. Oh, I couldn't drink that. Oh well, I'm gonna drink it, but it's way too intense.
0: Yeah, this tastes actually it tastes more like oops all berries than. No, than that's cap- so yeah, yeah that's yeah. yeah, what it's supposed oh, to be. Yeah, Oh, it's supposed to be. be. Oh, okay, oops. so it's
1: yeah, yeah it's okay. All berries. Sorry. <laughs> See, I like peanut butter Cap'n Crunch. It's my favorite one. But yeah,
0: that's oops. So, um, uh I have a I have a really intense emotional connection to peanut butter Cap'n Crunch because when I um, it was the first American cereal that I had in Europe. Um, I grew up in in Europe, and the first American cereal that I had and the first like sort of anchor to my latent American identity. Um, was, like, eating uh, peanut butter crunch at, like, 5.30 in the morning so in a Dutch hotel. Um, yeah. So it was really... Yeah, it, it always, like... it Actually, eating it kind of makes me a little sad. Like, it's one of those foods where, like, eating it is good, but it makes me kind of sad because I think of, like, that small child in, like, the middle of, like... You know really strange town and and now she's grown up and she has what will soon become a successful fast food podcast
1: i know this is gonna be the thing that's gonna make us famous and that's weird but i'm great with that
0: um okay so now we're gonna do the dirty chat so so a dirty chai, it's it's pretty much like a
1: christina aguilera right i don't <laughs> what do you remember the like, Christina Aguilera album Dirty? No,
0: I. What? I'm it, older than you. It's when
1: she got like real slutty and like real aggressive with her sluttiness. It was great. Whenever I hear Dirty, I just think of Christina Aguilera's Dirty. Okay. Oh, you you need to look up the album. That's, that's <laughs> a lot to my slutty family. Definitely. Do do I? Yeah, she's like in a cage match, and she and like, Oh, she okay. No, all right. Now,
0: now you're speaking my language. Um. <clears throat> all right. So. Now I'm gonna have the dirty so a dirty chai. <laughs> we're so excited. Well, that's like the problem with doing like coffee reviews. It's just like we're so fucking ant. Um The cotton candy one is the best
1: one so far. Yeah,
0: i i i would I would agree with that. Um, so I'm gonna have the dirty chai. Uh, so in coffee, in like, uh, it's not so much like a. Um, it's not so much a secret menu item in Starbucks, but rather just like coffee culture as a whole. Like a dirty chai is when you get a chai latte and you put a shot of espresso in it.
1: Yeah. Oh, you um. are like stirring that shit up. Mm. Mm. It's okay. I think I've had a dirty chai
0: before. Yeah, I mean, it really comes down to the quality of whatever bag of, like, bagged chai oh, that's you... Yeah. Because yeah. Starbucks doesn't really do... Oh. Yeah. Starbucks is, like...
1: You know what it reminds me of? It I reminds think me it of, could... like, chai if, like, someone spilled, like, curry in it or something. <laughs> <laughs> it just, like, tastes like the general vibe of, like...
0: See, actually, to me, it tastes, like, super... Um, it tastes, like, super generic.
1: Yeah, it just tastes Like, the,
0: the, like, Starbucks just, like, I think they use the tazo chai, and, like, the tazo chai is so mild, and it has, like, such a bland and, like, I prefer a chai from
1: Starbucks, so. um, Yeah, that's, that's not very good. That was, like, the, probably the worst thing we got so far. Yeah. I'm really excited for the next one. Okay. um, So this is a caramel macchiato with raspberry instead of vanilla, right?
0: Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: I really like me some raspberry, and should we stir this? I, yeah, yeah. I, the main reason I used to get caramel macchiatos so, is when I lived in the Midwest, my family was always like, wow, it's such an exotic drink, it's two colors. <laughs> so I wanted to come off as a bitch that everyone. There's a lot of things where I lived in the Midwest, I'm like, man, I'm only into that so to look like, like I'm better than the Midwest. As you do when you're a rebellious teen. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: I don't know how Midwestern you are, really, though. You don't like ketchup on eggs. And that, to me, is, like, the, the pinnacle of, like, like to, like, ketchup on eggs or ketchup on tacos. My, my mom
1: was also, like, really kind of. We, we were really poor. And she was a little bit classy, She was like, we're not my trash all the time. Okay,
0: I, yeah. Um.
1: That's pretty good. Um, It reminds me of, like, something I'd be in, like, a chocolate. It's really strong. uh,
0: I I, um, made the very wise and calculated effort, choice to wear a mint green pastel skirt on the day that we're drinking tons of coffee.
1: I mean, it happens. I wear all black, so no one can ever tell. Yeah. Um,
0: goth my parents also had those feelings about, like, like being poor and white, but not being, like... And my father would always, like, drive alongside construction sites, and he would point to the construction workers and be like, you know, if you don't do well in school, you're going to be a ditch digger, and, like...
1: See, I was so poor, like, people were like, man, construction workers, they got it made. You know how much they make an hour? Fifteen dollars. Like, that, that was a real thing.
0: <laughs> but like, my dad was a fucking hired killer, like...
1: Mmm. Um, alright. Uh,
0: this, this episode is, is going a little dark.
1: Um, yeah, so... <laughs> so, out of these three, um, I think the best one is definitely Com Candy. I'm like... like now
0: I'm... That. I'm, I'm not, after, <laughs> she says after she drinks it all. I
1: drink it all, whatever. It was that good, because I'm like, I'm gonna... I have to be drinking something right now, because so I realize I'm not gonna walk home with three coffees. <laughs> um, I think the, tap, tap, the Cinnamon Toast Crunch after that was probably the best, the second best. And then probably the um, caramel macchiato with the raspberry. And then... Between the Oops Berries and the Dirty Chai, I don't know which one was.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, this is like the finals, but it's for what's worse. So the... This and then
1: measure that
0: angle yeah, see, the... the and then that
1: angle. Probably the Oops Berries.
0: Okay, so like the Oops Berries is kind of like when you feel teeth when someone's going down on you. But like, you... <laughs> You like you feel just a bit of it, and you're like, oh, that's great. But then the rest of the teeth come, like yeah. you're, you, you get more excited about the thought of teeth, like than the actual teeth. Um, you know, then the teeth come, and it's not as right. Am I right, ladies? Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, it's just overpowering. There's yeah. like almost a weird saltiness to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not like that. Then, then this is just really shitty try. Like. Yeah, yeah. But the other three are really worth it. Would, I would definitely recommend everyone going out and trying the Hot Candy one once and trying the Cinnamon Toast Crunch one once. So, and like... It's, it's, I don't know. If you're really big into raspberry, I guess. Well,
0: the problem with getting... The problem... I mean, a lot of this is just, like... um, Almost, in a sense, like, user error or user expectations because, like, it's a fucking ice drink with caramel in it. So, I mean... It's, like...
1: I, 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 I think this menu was way better than McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. there were a few cool things on the McDonald's like secret menu and I do want to eventually do a 2.0 because I do want to try the Matt Kinley Mac. Right. Um, um, which is a Big Mac with quarter pound So I think that like right there.
0: I think that walking I'm, I'm imagining it now um uh, walking home by yourself, which I try not to do because you know you're my friend and I worry for you. But I imagine walking home by yourself carrying three Starbucks, just like that's like Ernest. That's like the, the Ernest Hemingway like baby shoes never worn. Like you like walking home holding three three drinks and just like that that, 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 that like picture so sad because it implies that you had two friends at one point. You started the day you with two what? friends. This just
1: the bitch who's like, you know what? I've been getting three coffees. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've totally done that before. Well, yeah, I don't know, I like walking around cities a bunch. Um, cat colors suck, but I really like walking around cities because I can like, just, like, get the vibe of them way more.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the, <clears throat> I will say that the that the person at the counter at Starbucks was a little more, I guess, prepared for us. Yeah. I guess because, like, like we come in with these, like, I actually wrote mine out on a list of, like, I wanted. I gave I
1: her, wanted. like, an $8 tip because yeah. I'm like, I don't want to be that bitch. But, God.
0: like, the, there's, like there are people who get much more complicated just, drinks just than we cause. are every day and then get mad when they don't, like, okay. know that that's what they want, like, on the regular, right? Like, so
1: fu- Every order before ours was as complex, if not more. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like, really? Are people really that big of assholes? Cause you know what they probably make their interns do it
0: yeah um
1: yeah and like I always feel weird with that there's some porn sets I go to like mainstream porn sets where they do like coffee runs and you're literally like what do you want and there's like a model who has the order of right yeah 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 different yeah. things and it's just like what the fuck
0: um no I remember when I did my when I did my like first porn shoot like I had to, like, I was, my coffee, like, the coffee arrived while I was getting my makeup done. And I just, like, Frankensteined two straws so that I could, like, drink my fucking coffee, my hot coffee through plastic straws while I was getting my makeup done. Um, wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't have my makeup done for the I I, No one gives a fuck about me
0: well I was like <laughs> it was my, usually a happens, well it was but... my it was my first one and like it was a, it was a shoot with like other trans women and like I wanted
1: it's a cool shoot you can find at um indie porn revolution wait no it's queer porn TV yeah it is I' is. gonna get that shout out in here I'm a trouble films director I'm gonna get that in half for the company it's a really good scene though
0: no, oh thank you thank yeah. you um that means a lot coming from Like, you always thought... Well, okay, no. What I was going to say (laughs) was that uh, Chelsea is, by default, my favorite porn performer. Not only because we're friends, but because, like...
1: I'm the only one.
0: (laughs) You're not... No, you're by far not. Like, but, like, but, like, you know, like, um... You know, I'm... I'm
1: your favorite I'm, porn performer because I'm amazing.
0: Well, yeah, that is true. But, you know, I'm like you at home, you know, like eating your, your, um, your, I don't know. Like, I, I don't want to be like, whatever you eat sucks because we're in this fucking business now. But, like, I look at porn on Tumblr and you are just one of those people that, like, comes up on, like, no matter what Tumblr I'm looking, like, at because, like... Yeah, i because, like, on Tumblr. Yeah, yeah. I do. Oh, I know. I've seen it. Well, no. Okay. What? I've seen pictures of you. Nah. I haven't seen you.
1: Oh. But I, like. Oh, I thought you were saying I masturbate with looking at Tumblr. No. I do though. Oh, uh,
0: so. okay. <laughs> but anyway, like.
1: You know what's not fun when you're like looking at some Tumblr, because I like watch actual porn. When I, like during my camp trip, sometimes I can't come. Mhm. At like one point, mm-hmm. because someone didn't pay enough or whatever. Yeah. So you're looking at like a Tumblr and you're like, oh my god, this is really hot. And then you like come across yourself and you're like, this is weird. Yeah. It's not cool. When you just stumble upon yourself, and you're like, oh. We
0: well, see. I have like, of all of my friends and my partners who do porn and sex work who show up in my in my like Tumblr feeds, you are the person that I feel the least like weird about. Okay. Which is why you are... It's great. Yeah, that's why you're, like, my my, my yeah. spank bank champion.
1: What, what, what corn of mine do you mess with it to? Like, what, what scene? I'm just curious. No, because I can be like, yeah, you're right. That was really hot. What, what scene? What, scene? what um, scene? Don't feel awkward about this.
0: Okay, okay um... So, um...
1: Okay, well, like, there's, um,
0: I mean, obviously there's a scene with you and Bailey J, which is, like...
1: I was nervous as fuck, to be honest, because you know, you... it was Bailey J, <clears throat> and it was my first time in New York, it was like, fuck, I'm nervous as hell.
0: I was editing a... I told you about this, but I've, I'm right now, for Harlot Magazine, editing a, like, legitimate film critique of that scene, and it was open in my browser when I got the text from you saying that you were here. But, like, I get oh, that one a lot. Great. I get, you know, the one of you, like, some scenes from you from fucking Mystic.
1: Yeah. What um, one? <laughs> what one? Sorry, I had some nose crunch in my mouth. What one?
0: I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know, um, you, know. you know. No, no, I...
1: <laughs> See, like, when I watch porn, I know it's very specific scenes. Um, what I'm into lately is a site called strap-on squad. I can't find much information about them, which is probably good But it's just really intense like femdom BDSM sex stuff and they direct these girls. It's amazing <laughs> It's some of the most hardcore shit I've ever seen. Okay,
0: so all right, so Straight dope let's 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 straight. Dope. straight how do you feel about um, porn that's not in English, or rather, porn that's in a language you don't understand. I can't. I can't. See, really... I'm
1: I'm really mental with BDSM, so I need to hear shit. Right? Yeah, I can't. Personal.
0: Like, I'm really into tickling, but like a lot of the tickling sites are Czech or other or like non English and like. That those make me feel really uncomfortable.
1: See, it's actually interesting because I'm doing a... I'm probably shooting some French lesbian porn. It sounds like the most pretentious thing to say. Shooting <laughs> some French lesbian porn. But like, yeah, I don't know. Um, here, sh-
0: here, you can say that with your raspberry soy macchiato in hand.
1: I mean, I did make a tweet a few days ago. I'm like, I found what makes me sound like the biggest bitch. I've only won international film festival f- things. But nothing domestically. I'm a bitch. Um, But I don't know. Um, I'ven't worked with any performers who we don't have a common language. So um, if that happens, I'm kind of to try it. Sure, as long as there's some sort of way to communicate boundaries and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But no, I'm. I usually watch. Most, most porn I watch is uh, BDSM porn from either the States or the UK.
0: You know, if you don't speak German, all, all, all German films sound like BDSM.
1: Oh! Oh, yeah! I, I, I could hear that. Um, I haven't watched that many German films when I come to think about it. Um, I don't know. I, I think I've watched a few German documentaries, but not that many. Um, I don't know, I go through weird things with foreign films where I'm really into it for a while and then for a while where I'm like, I'm really not feeling subtitles for an entire film. I kind of go back and forth. Um, I watched a really, really interesting film lately. It was mainly in English but it was from a Spanish filmmaker and his brother was um, a minister in North Korea of the government I don't know exactly what his title was but it was an entire documentary going into North Korea and it was really in a very humanizing way to look at the North Korean people, is actual mm-hmm. people being like every essential documentary about North Korea is like isn't this so bizarre? Oh my god, it's a giant act. But there's obviously 200 million people living there or 20 million people, I don't know, there's <laughs> millions of people living in this country and having a life and it's just so overlooked by the Western media. It was really interesting to hear, and they actually interviewed actual North Koreans off yeah. anything, and they're like, "Yeah, we actually really don't like the West, the way it's kind of portrayed in any Western media. Like, so, mm-hmm. oh, they're just brainwashed. They're being forced to like not have." You know, so, I, I don't know, I get through things with that. Um, also, have you ever seen The Act of Killing? Mm-hmm. It's such a heavy movie, and every film panel I'm ever on, it comes up, because it's, it's one of the most, it's a really fucked up movie, but it's really, really, really good. Also, another really fucked up movie, it's on Netflix. Um, it's called Trophy Kids, have you seen it yet? Mm-hmm. It's so bad. It's so bad what those kids go through. Um, also, related to that, have you seen Friday Night Tikes?
0: No, I haven't. That sounds...
1: It's so fucked up. It's um, a bunch of these like nine-year-old kids in Texas, and they play football. And their parents, like, it's along the lines of trophy kids, but even more fucked up. Like, one of... Um, it was in the opening episode, they were, it was the first game, and the center was about to snap the ball. And the coach said to his lineman, just hit him before the snap, as hard as you can, to set the tempo for the game. It's like, dude, these are eight-year-old kids. So messed up. I highly suggest checking that out, and you'll be like, "Man, children should not play football," I, even though it's my favorite sport in the world. Yeah,
0: I, I'm. I don't know. I'm actually having some. Um, I'm having some a, a similar kind of um, conscientiousness, I guess, around pro wrestling. Um, there have been some recent <clears throat> developments in, in wrestling. Most recently, like WWE hired AJ Styles. Um, who's a really, really prominent homophobe and, like, has a huge reputation of, like, harassing and abusing, like, gay wrestlers backstage. Wow. And, like, WWE is supposed to be this, like, platform for anti-bullying and <clears throat> diversity, but they hire, like, the biggest, like, probably, probably I would say, like, next to the Briscoe Brothers, probably the most out, like, homophobe in all of but wrestling. But do you
1: think most of the wrestling fans really care about it?
0: Well, no, because, like when he showed up, when he made his debut, like, people fucking lost their shit. Even, like, people who are supposed to be progressive and, like, people who are supposed to be, like, progressive or even feminist wrestling fans are like, oh, my God, AJ Styles is here. This is the moment we've all been waiting for. And I, it actually feels like it dulled a nerve. Like, it burned out that nerve of me that, like, one loves wrestling and two cares. Like, why... I'm, like, I'm at a point where, like... And I realize how ridiculous that sounds while I'm like talking to you about like the porn we masturbate to and drinking fucking Starbucks. But I'm kind of at a point where I'm like, I'm thirty. I, you know, why do I care so much about fake fighting? And so like, I
1: mean, it's a hot, it's it's a, and topic. you know like, anything else though. You
0: know, and I hear stuff like that of like, I mean, in in Arizona, there's like kids as young as six being forced to fight in MMA yeah, tournaments. Yeah, yeah, I've
1: seen things like that too. And it's really fucked
0: up. you know, I'm starting to kind of. I don't know, like, I'm I'm kind of losing my religion in that sense. <clears throat> and I hope that, like... I hope that, that this, like, this newfound apathy I'm having for wrestling can be used for good and that it can make me care about shit that actually matters, maybe. I mean, not to say that, like, representation doesn't matter. Like, it's really important that, like... Yes. It's important that, like, <clears throat> you know, gay teens who watch, you know, wrestling, which is, like, a huge American pastime, and, and in oh, fact, is. an international, like... You know, hobby like feels like that I when mean, that they can be whoever they want when they grow up.
1: I mean, even if it is homophobic or whatever, there's a lot of queers who get into wrestling. One of my best friends growing up, he's I mean, super huge into wrestling too, and it's it's just like so gay. It and is, even yeah. Even things when that are like so like <clears throat> macho and maybe anti-gay, they're just gay. As well.
0: I mean, that's before I became. Before I became a woman, I wanted to be a wrestler because, like, pro wrestlers are allowed to be pretty. You're allowed to, like, have, like, you know, your hair done really nice and, like, you can have, like, you know, a good tan and, like, good skin. And, See, like, I there's, was, there was, um, uh, there's, like, a, there's a famous, um, not maybe not famous, but there was a, a sketch, like, <clears throat> 20 years ago during the Attitude Era where, like, a wrestler got really mad that there was a pimple on his ass and he, like... Got, and, like, <clears throat> he got angry with, like, the makeup artist and told her to, like, never tell anyone and to cover it up. And, like, you know, like, that sort of vanity is, like, not really speaking afforded cis-hetero men. Speaking
1: of WWE, CM Punk is going to MMA. It yeah. And that's his first fight um, in a few weeks.
0: Yep, and he's uh, totally outmatched.
1: Probably. Um, weirdly, the, lately, especially in porn, I've been really about the whole body thing. it's very... Um, you know, you have to have a very very specialized skill in controlling your body, and i am watching more um, MMA, just because it's a very similar mm-hmm. body thing, That's it's 100%, you know, having control your body, and it's, it's interesting seeing some of that, because it really reflects in a lot of ways, obviously not the violence way, but just the whole way of being, knowing your own limits to your own body. Yeah. And the no limits to the person who you're with's body. Like,
0: it's... I think that a lot of ways, in my ideal world, wrestlers and sex workers would form their own union, like, together, because they both have the same demands expected of their bodies. They have mm-hmm. the same relationship with their employers. And they, in a lot of cases, even have the same, like, work contracts. Like... Yeah. Um, I mean, porn performers also get injured on the job. And oh, yeah. I mean, get no... Uh, compensation, yeah, uh, no, health um, insurance. Did you like. see
1: um, the thing, I believe it was Danny Wilde's piece, it was a little documentary piece about how he know no longer get an erection anymore. He essentially did all. I mean, there's so many male performers who burn themselves out by taking Viagra, shooting themselves um, in the cockpit, the thing that will keep them hard, that they just can't do it anymore. And, you know, I also know. Um, porn stars who are women who have who have injuries because there's all kinds of porn. Like the first time I shot with Dylan and Ryan, she has separated separate a shoulder from a shoe. Like it happens um, when you're doing something really extreme. Shit happens, even if that's not your intent. Sometimes stuff happens. You know?
0: It's actually sort of um, ironic in a way that like us, like as two trans women who are eating fast food for like free for like just like for funsies yeah. it's like one of the more in a way it's almost like one of the few interactions with our body that we have with society that's like somewhat like consensual in the sense that like we we have we have a little more agency doing this than we do with necessarily other ways we have to interact with our bodies under capitalism and patriarchy
1: Um,
0: so I think I think I think we should start wrapping up. How, um, how, much were, how much were your cups?
1: Like 12 bucks. Okay, um, so I left a $7 tip too. Um, after drinking, I drank two of the small ones and I'm halfway through this. I feel like I'm going to die. Yeah, and yeah, you have to um, work later. Yeah, this is what I did last time too. Um, <laughs> this seems like a, yeah, I don't know. This is just me. You know, my one time a week where I'm going to be like, man, I don't want to drink anything from or eat anything from this place. Um, I still don't want to eat McDonald's. I definitely don't want to do Starbucks for a while. Um,
0: this is, yeah. Even though, even
1: though the con candy was really good, cinnamon toast crunch was pretty good. Yeah. Everything else, I don't think I try this is almost I like the con This candy. is almost
0: like fast food rehab in the sense that, like, we're doing it all. Yeah, It's,
1: it's like the episode of King Le Hill where he makes Bobby <laughs> smoke the entire carton. <laughs> it's kind of what we're doing, where I'm going to get burnt out from fast food on this.
0: Um... Mine were mine was eight bucks. Um, so what's your
1: favorite of the day and what's your least favorite?
0: Uh, so my favorite was probably uh, the hot candy. And,
1: or cinnamon toast.
0: Probably the cinnamon toast. Um, what's
1: one's your least
0: favorite? My least favorite is probably the dirty chai. Um, it's just like it's not robust. Like it's very it's very bland, it's very pedestrian, like. It's it, it's kinda like uh, it's kinda like if you had it, it's kinda of like, you know, you had something that's like, oh, I like earthy flavors. So so I like root vegetables and I like, you know, whatever. And someone's like, well, why don't I just pour dirt on <laughs> like
1: It's totally so true. So yeah, yeah, okay,
0: so like the dirty chai is kind of like being like, oh, I really want a baked potato and just digging one out of the dirt yourself.
1: Yeah, um For me my least favorite was probably the either the crunch berry or the dirty chai. Mm. Um, <coughs>
0: Over the course of this, the raspberry macchiato is, is the one that's holding out I, I, I
1: think it's very middle of the road like yeah
0: yeah it's, like it's not so it's not so good that you want to keep drinking but it's also not so bad that you want to keep drinking
1: yeah with this like the it's a frappuccino I have to finish it you know yeah yeah um, but cotton candy was definitely my favorite by far. I highly suggest everyone go out and try a cotton candy one um, which is a vanilla frap with two shots of um raspberry
0: so in addition to my um, <clears throat> in addition to my donations to food banks which I intend to make when I get paid next um, I've also signed up for a CSA box amazing. I signed up for imperfect which is a CSA box located in the East Bay that um, delivers vegetables that can't be sold to grocery stores because they're That's ugly amazing. Um and uh, you know I'm getting it like it's like every other week and it's like a medium box that'll like feed four people and it's like 11 bucks a box it's really and, like amazing. I you know like if you can uh, if you can afford it, I really strongly advise like so advise like doing um, like a CSA box especially if you like um, have accessibility concerns' with, like you know the, the labor involved in finding food like a lot of them will drop off like um, and, and in my experience like, I find that it's easier if you are food insecure and you have someone who wants to give you money for, um, for for groceries. It's easier to get them to sign up for a CSA, for like a CSA box.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's the way to go.
0: So uh, all you sugar babies out there, I, I I also signed up for my sugar baby. Um, oh, that's great. So she's gonna start getting um, a CSA box. Yeah. So that's. The that's our story. I guess we're sticking to it. Um, Anything you want to plug?
1: Um, I my Twitter is at chelseapost666. Um, I'm doing a noise record next week, and I think that's about it for the time being. Um, yeah.
0: Um, event. So, um, the theme song that you heard uh, was written and performed by me. Um, but eventually I want to, oh. thanks, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think eventually I want to see if we can try to mix, like, your noise music oh, with, no. like, my oh, ukulele, no. and, and sing about password food. Um, also, hi, Cosmopolitan, uh, I
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, hopefully this gets caught Cosmopolitan, you see, um, I talked to an interview, interviewer, and I told them about it, and they really dug it, so, if you were sent via Cosmopolitan, Hello. Um, I love Starbucks and Taylor Swift and all that stuff, so. yeah.
0: Um, you can find me on Twitter at J-E-T-T-A underscore R-E. I am taking a short Twitter break, uh, until, <clears throat> until Harlot launches, um, just because I, you know, um, whenever you do activism, you know, ultimately your social media presence becomes, like, a, a facet of that activism, yeah. and... You know, um
1: but good thing we don't need to do activism anymore now're we just yeah, yeah, eating starbucks, uh, McDonald's
0: so um you know, hey, i you know, um yeah, I feel like i'm wanna I want end this like on a on like a serious note that like, hey, you know, like um, I understand that like hearing us talk about food for like a half hour could be really triggering. I just want you to know, like, you know, try and check in with yourself and see how you're feeling, like, what are, you know, what are you feeling right now and, like, what are your needs and, like, you know, um, I understand that, like, eating food is hard sometimes and, like, a relationship with food can be difficult to manage. Um, and, you know, this podcast, we aren't trying to, like, encourage um, reckless behavior, like, uh, or, or self-harm through food. Um, and you know, uh, I've been really happy, like really touched by all the stories that we've gotten about, you know, people wanting to send in, you know, um, suggestions. Vi- yeah, suggestions yeah. or like, uh, yeah, videos really of the, that. videos themselves, uh, eating, you know, eating food, whatever, but like, Hey, you know, like don't, you know, uh, we're both, we're both women with eating disorders and we're doing this, a podcast about fast food. And like, I really want to hear from all of you if you want to like talk to us about, like your struggles with food and if you know if, if this podcast can anyway like help you feel better about food, yes. I don't know. I just desperately want this to want to use our powers for good.
1: Yeah yep. <laughs>
0: um, So so uh, I thanks ex- for listening. Thank, <laughs> thank you for listening.
1: We'll do more soon so suggest where you want to see us seat next. so yeah.
0: Chelsea, I accept you as you are and as you want
1: to be. That might that might be out of Denny's, but <laughs> Alright. Bye everyone.